What's up, guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. I'm your host, Faith, and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. For those of you who don't know, this is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. Thank you so much for choosing to spend time with me. I hope that you enjoy the sass and you enjoy this podcast because I sure enjoy making it. And it means the world to me that you're spending time listening to me when you could be doing so many other things. As always, you can follow me on Instagram at enjoythesass or on Twitter at Faith Rugen. And you can even send me an email, hosts at enjoythesass.com. Be sure that you are subscribed to the podcast. And if you feel so inclined, share us with a friend or give us a rating or a review. It means the world to me. This week on the podcast, I sit down with my good friend, Chris Cody, and we talk about all things music and photography and social media and just have a great time catching up and learning about what Chris's life has been like since he moved to San Diego to pursue an amazing job opportunity. So enjoy this conversation with Chris. Be sure you check him out on social media at Chris Cody with three wides on Instagram and Twitter, as well as check out our exclusive Enjoy the Sass playlist that he made for us and his November playlist because it's pretty awesome as well. All right, sit back, relax, and enjoy this conversation with Chris. Well, do you want to start this for real? Yeah, let's let's get after it. All right. So listeners of Enjoy the Sass, today on the podcast, I have the absolute pleasure of talking to one of my dear friends, Chris Cody. If you don't know him, you're really missing out, but hopefully this episode (laughs) will get you to know him a little bit better. So Chris, say hello. Hello. How's it going? (laughs) It's so good after we've been talking for like 10 minutes already. Um, So tell everyone since nobody except for me actually knows you in this moment tell everyone who you are and just like brief sentence or two synopsis of your life right now all right um that's tough well uh, my name is chris cody i just moved to san diego in july from texas i've been kind of all over texas but um was in Austin for about four years, which is how I know Faith. And then um, was in Dallas, worked a little bit in Dallas, and then um, I got a job out here in San Diego. So for the last few months, I've been working for an agency called Basic. Um, I do, I do a lot for them actually. I'm, um, I do photography and some design and video work, a lot of editing. Um, I actually work on a podcast that we have called Brand Beats. Um, I'm like an occasional guest on there, not mm. not like a, a regular, but like sometimes reoccurring. You know, every That's once in cool. a while. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's actually a really good podcast. Um, it's been going on for a while. We're on our second season. Uh, it's going really well. But and then I curate music for that. So uh, we put out. Um, we put out a playlist every month that go like coincides with the episode release and um, basic has just always kind of been known for their culture, like kind of since the beginning. And so um, that's just kind of a way for us to give a peek into like what we're listening to in the office and 
kind of give other people um, like a fresh insight on what's going on in culture and what's good and what's hot and what's fresh and all that mm-hmm, stuff. So mm-hmm. that's so, yeah. so cool. I yeah. Love that. Yeah. I really like it. That's amazing. So I want to um, talk about your move and your new job and all of that. Obviously that's a big part of like your life right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to rewind time and go back okay. to when I met Chris Cody. <laughs> um, Chris and I met at church at reach church, which everyone knows by now that's where I go to church. Um, cause especially since we had Lucas on the podcast. Um, but the first time I met you, you were wearing a Jesus Hawaiian snapback hat backwards <laughs> and you were running around taking photos at this big outreach event that the church has. It was like my first outside of church service event. I yes. lost that hat, by the way. I'm really That's devastated. so sad because I was like, I really want a hat that says Jesus with Hawaiian print on it. Like I, that's forever in my brain. We may yeah. just like have to make a hat or something <laughs> yeah, it's because so it was so good. Um, but so that was the first time I met you. And then later that day, you and your brother Les and our friend Tyler were like editing all of the video. Mm-hmm. And I remember mm-hmm. I watched the video for the first time as you all were putting it together and there were like typos and I was like, Oh no, do I say something? Like, <laughs> can I, is it okay for me to say something? Like, I don't know these people very well. Like I barely started going to church here and I told y'all that there were typos in the video and y'all were like, Oh my gosh, thank you so much. And then like 10 minutes later, your brother came out and asked me if I wanted to service produce for the church. (laughs) And that was, that was my first real interaction with you and your brother. And it's like one of the best things, (laughs) but tell me what, like how you got started as far as, cause I know like a little bit of you doing photo and video and stuff like how did you get into photography and video and then later like all of this music curation with video and all of that stuff? Like how did that start? Ooh, okay. Um, well, I remember being actually really young and being interested in cameras. Um, I got this like little film camera when I was probably like seven or eight years old and um i was just psyched to have it i was like really stoked on it and i went out and i took i took like every single photo on the roll in like 5 <laughs> minutes like i went outside and i was just like inspired by nature and i'm just like <laughs> snap that's a beautiful pick snap beautiful pick like i'm just like i came back inside i'm like mom i need a new roll of film she's like you already went through that i'm like yeah <laughs> Yeah, I just, like, went outside, took, like, 25 pics. It's all good. Like, let's go get this developed. (laughs) Um, I have no idea how they turned out. They probably all sucked. But I really thought it was, like, so cool that I had a camera. And I just really liked the idea of taking photos. Um, But I was honestly, like, growing up, I was really involved in sports. Uh, I grew up in a really small town. And so there wasn't, like, I didn't have a lot of creative outlets. Mm -hmm. Um, Sports was just kind of, like, all I had. Um, And I didn't have a lot in common with the people there. Um, It was, like, 
um, it's like cowboys with like their Wrangler jeans and cowboy boots, and they're like NFFA and ah, yes. all this stuff. And like that is just that was never me from like a young age. I was just <laughs> always wanting to dress differently, and always just like, okay, this isn't really, I don't really fit in, blah blah blah. But anyway, like um, when I started to like kind of. I don't know, figure out who I was creatively. I was in high school and I started to, I started to like just explore my creative side and started to just dabble in, in photography. I got like a little digital camera or whatever, you know, everyone had digital cameras Mm -hmm, back then. mm -hmm. So I like had a digital camera and I like took self portraits back then. They weren't, there were no, there were (laughs) no selfies. There were no selfies then. Um, but yeah, I like took photos of myself or like took photos of my friends and, um, just was like kind of enjoying that for a little while. And then after high school, I moved to Washington state for a little bit and I met this photographer there. Um, his name was Brian and I was like a friend, uh, of a friend. So, um, I didn't like really know him, but I was, um, I like got introduced to him and he was a photographer and he showed me like some of his photos and it was just like really whimsical and like, just like this dream world. And I had never seen anything like it. And he, uh, it was just like really, really interesting to me. And I was like, man, like, he's really making something unique. Like, I think this is incredible. And I was like, you know, I've always really kind of like, I've been into photography, but I haven't really like been that, like that into it. You know, Mm -hmm. I haven't really tried. And I was like, I want to, I want to expand on this. I want to see what it's like. And so I signed up for classes at this like local college. Um, I signed up to take classes uh, for photography and um just right off the bat really really enjoyed it i got started in film photography and was doing really well in class and was like learning how to be in the dark room and develop all my own photos and it's like really incredible just had a really really good time and um school was going really well but um about halfway through my apartment got broken into mm. and all of my equipment that I had like bought and saved up for got stolen. So I had like three or four, um, film cameras. I had like a couple of, um, a couple of like digital cameras and just things that I had really, really worked hard Mm -hmm. for. And, um, yeah, they all got stolen. Wow. And so I had no, I went to my professor like the next day, I was like, I don't have all of my camera gear got stolen. I have no way to do any projects. I have no way to turn in anything. Like, I don't know what to do. And he basically was like, I don't know what to tell you. I'm sorry. Oh, my god. So I had to, I had to like, drop. I had to drop out and drop all my classes. Wow. And I got, like, really bummed, like, really, really bummed. And I was like, well, forget that. I'm <laughs> never doing photography again. Like, wow. I literally was like forget this mess and I'm I moved home after that I was like well okay I guess I'm moving home Mm -hmm. so I moved in with my parents um this is before I even had an iPhone so like wow (laughs) so long ago so long ago um but yeah so I was like I was working in coffee I think whenever I got back and just you know like 
enjoying my life, whatever, doing coffee. And then um, I got, I ended up getting an iPhone 4 for my birthday. And I just remember like thinking the camera was incredible. And oh I was like, gosh. man, this is, this is so cool. Like I just, so I just started to take photos of things around me again and just, um, you know, I got an Instagram and so I was like, just, just not just using it as like your everyday thing, but kind of wanting to be a little more, um, curated, curated. Yeah. Like just like thoughtful behind it. So, so, so yeah, I started doing that and I started to like get a pretty decent following. Um, people just were interested in what I was taking photos of and, um, back in the day, Instagram was really cool. Like you could, um, I went to like Insta meets and all this stuff where I would meet other Instagrammers in my city and like get to know people and just walk around the city and take photos together. It was like a really unique wow. time. I had no idea so, that that existed. Really? Yeah. No, I was a late comer to Instagram. Oh so. man. It was like the glory days. It was wow. really nice. And a lot, like, I would say, like, majority of my really, really good friends, some of my best friends are back from whenever, like, I met them through Instagram. Wow, so, that's insane. Um, yeah, it's pretty cool. But, um, but yeah, so I started to, like, gain a little bit of a following, and um, I got featured in, like, a couple of articles and stuff like that, um, like, on BuzzFeed, and I forget where else. Um, and then companies started to reach out to me almost like kind of like an influencer type of deal Mm -hmm. where they were like, Hey, well, will you come to this event and we'll, we'll like pay you to post or whatever. And, or like, I don't know, stuff like that. Um, so I started to sort of like book jobs, um, by taking photos and I was like, okay, this is, I didn't really expect this. This mm-hmm. is really cool. And it was all stuff that I had taken from my phone. Um, so I just, uh, I just kind of rode that wave for a little while. Um, I got, I booked like a pretty big gig through Visco. Um, there was a, uh, Visco did a collaboration with Jawbone Mm-hmm. Uh, which is like they do like the Bluetooth headsets mm-hmm. and like wireless speakers and all that. So they did a collaboration with Jawbone um, that took place during South by Southwest. And Visco got in contact with me and was like, we would love for you to go cover this um, this collaboration at South by. Just like go. They gave me the whole brief and I was super stoked on it. And um, that was like my first big like client job. And after that, um, I just started to book more, book more client jobs and realized that I kind of was like having a career in photography just (laughs) without really knowing it. Yeah. Um, and so, so yeah, like I said, I just kind of rode that wave and did a bunch of different things. I worked with, um, I worked with the fader. I worked with, um, one of my photos got picked up through Apple and it was used on the shot on iPhone campaign for the iPhone six. So I like got put up on billboard billboards all over the world and which was freaking crazy. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I got featured in like high snob and a, just a bunch of different things. And Instagram made me one of their like suggested users. So I got like 20,000 followers or something like that in like a matter of a week or something, something ridiculous. Wow. But it was like everything just kind of blew up. And mm-hmm. so um, I just like 
enjoyed that for as long as I could. And things have like died down now and I'm not as invested into Instagram as I used to be. But um, that really just kind of like started my photography career. And then, um, and then, yeah, I, um, I got hired on at Reach Church to do like social media and that just became, uh, that turned into a lot more, uh, did photography and then, um, and then all of a sudden I was like, Hey, I want to give video a try. So, um, I'd like to, I'd like to just give that a go. We'll see what happens. And so I just sort of taught myself video editing, um, which like grew from there. And so then I just became the guy who like made all the videos and, um, yeah, everything I've done has just been sort of like self-taught. So, um, I don't know where I'm at now. Uh, um, (laughs) where am I? Uh, okay. So yeah. So, um, so yeah, so I did video and photos, um, for reach church for about four years among some other things. But, um, and then after I left reach, I moved back to Dallas and ended up getting a job at the national breast cancer foundation, doing photos and videos for them as well. And, um, it was just like a short term kind of contract thing, but they ended up wanting me to start some graphic design and I had only dabbled in graphic design, like very, very, very little. Mm -hmm. Um, but I was like, okay, you know, give it a go. If that's what you guys want. Sure. Why not? Um, and while I was working there, um, I started to work in graphic design. I really fell in love with it. I fell in love with the idea of like, it's almost like instant gratification with graphic design. Like you can think of something in your mind and then like you can, you can put it on paper immediately. Like with photos and with video, it takes, it takes a lot. And sometimes there's so much planning and all this stuff. And I didn't have a lot of resources while I was working there. So like, even though I wanted to take photos, it's like, I didn't really have a lot of time. I didn't really have, I didn't have the people around me to like participate in that. And I wanted to make videos, but like same thing. I just didn't have the time, didn't have the gear, didn't have any of that. And so graphic design became this way for me to get out all these ideas and like creative just thoughts that I had rolling around. I was like, okay, like I'm just exploring every single day. Right. So I, um, I started this thing that I called a design diary and I just was like, I would just make something every single day, even if like, I don't know, I didn't know what it was. I just would like start making something and I just was keeping track of it all. Mm -hmm. And I put it up on my website and, um, like, I guess little did I know I was like building a portfolio the whole time. Yeah. Like I didn't, that wasn't the plan, you know, but, um, whenever it was time to like start looking for a new job, I, um, I was using those designs that I had been making over the past few months as a portfolio to look right. for a design job. So, um, anyway, I guess like fast forward a couple months, um, a friend of mine got a job at basic, which is where I work now, but at the mountain view campus, which is in Northern California. Okay. And he posted about it on Twitter and I was like, he, he just was like, Hey, like, I just want to let everyone know. I just got this new job. His name's Dan Otis. Shout out to Dan. He's great. <laughs> um, he, so he was like, yeah, I got this job and, um, my, at basic agency, like whatever. He was just 
telling everybody about it. And I was like, well, congrats. That's great. I had heard of basic before it was, um, it's a great agency. Um, and my friend Abraham had already been working there for a little while, but Mm -hmm. anyway, so Dave put out this tweet and, um, I replied back to it and I was like, congratulations, hire me too, please. (laughs) LOL. And it was like a complete joke, like wasn't expecting anything from it. And then, um, I ended up getting a DM from the basic agency Twitter and they were like, send us your portfolio and we'll take a look. And so I was like, oh my God, they got, they like reached (laughs) out to me. Oh man. So, um, so like I put together my portfolio, um, I sent it over that same day, and then I got an email from them the very next day. They're like, we love your portfolio. Would you be willing to hop on a phone call with our CEO, Matt? And I was like, oh, my gosh. Um, <laughs> yes, yes, I would love to do that. Absolutely. So um, I had I'd never spoken to Matt before, but I figured that Matt was like a very – um, busy man. He's like running a company. Sure. Um, so I was like, I, I'm scared to death. So we were like, the call got rescheduled a few times and I was like, you know, maybe they're just like, (laughs) maybe they're just not interested or I know he's busy. I'm like trying to keep a positive attitude. I'm like, I know he's busy, you know, but, but whatever. Yeah. So Anyway, I finally got on the phone with him and I was expecting like, I don't know, at least like a 15 minute combo at least, but it was so fast. It was like five minutes or less. And he was like, Hey, why do you want to work at basic? And I just remember How do you being answer like, something like that. I know. I was like, it's like, well, um, I was like, first off, I really love, I really love everything that I've seen come from basic and I feel like um, I want to go and just hustle hard, work my butt off, and learn a ton. Like mm-hmm. I have skills, I have things that I can apply, but I feel like that this is the perfect place for me to be taught and just like hands-on learn and really, really grow. And I think that basic is a great place for that. And he was like, all right, I love it. All right, I'm going to put you in contact with uh, our VP of creative and we'll see what happens from there. Just um, it was great talking to you. Like, so fast. <laughs> That's insane. Like, it's like okay, elevator uh, pitch. I know. Yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, sweet. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> so um, I talked to the VP of creative. I talked to their creative director. I talked to their like marketing director, just went through this whole process. And um, it, it was ended, ended up being like three months, I think, of mm-hmm. interviews and just all this stuff. And And then, um, one of the things was like, I I did a design test and I kind of like went above and beyond on the design test and I, it's so good. Like I saw it. It's so good. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. So I like, I designed the site, which I had never done before. Um, I was like, okay, I'll give it a go. I like learned uh, a completely new program in order to make it. I made it all on Sketch. I had never worked on it before. Oh, I've never worked with Sketch before either. Um, I'm really glad that I learned it because it would have been a nightmare to make on Photoshop. But anyway, so I'm like, okay, I made this whole site, like designed this whole thing and had no idea what I was doing. But I was like, all right, we'll give it a go. And then um, I just did a little something extra where I took a bunch of their commercials 
and I chopped it up and kind of like crafted my own story, my own commercial that tied into what I felt like the website, um, like my redesign website should say and how it should feel and all that. So, right. um, so I like made this commercial and added it into the site and, um, it went over really, really well and they really loved it. And so, um, I thought, I thought like once I nailed that, that that was it, but they were like, no, we actually like, we actually have a few more questions for you. We need to ask you this and that. I was like, okay, all right, well, we'll keep going. Um, and one of the things was they asked me what my music taste was. They wanted to know what I like to listen to. Yes. And so I was like, okay, well, um, well, the reason behind that is because because of our podcast, they knew that I was going to be involved in that if I were to get the job. And part of that is like curating music to go along with it. So they need to make sure that I have like good music tastes in order to contribute. So instead of just answering the question and telling them like artists that I really like, I was like, okay, um, I'm going to make you a playlist. So I made a playlist. Um, I designed the artwork and then uh, sent it over to them and they really, really liked it. And that's kind of what tipped them over. And that's how I got the job, which I think is really funny. And, and like, in retrospect, it's kind of like, that's funny. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so they really liked it. And, um, and now I'm, my official title is internal brand marketing designer. Um, but like, there's so much more that goes into it. <laughs> Absolutely. But Always. yeah, yeah. So I guess that's where we are now in the presence. In the presence. Yeah. That's, it's so crazy to me how it all started on Twitter. Yeah. It's really weird. <laughs> like I'm learning through you and some other people how social media is like, it's an I've incredible met more tool. people through social media yeah. than like in the real world, in, yeah. <laughs> in, like at 25, like yeah. I feel like I have more internet friends than I have real friends yeah, sometimes. For real, like, for real. <laughs> and that's not to say that I don't love and appreciate my real friends, of but course. like I've met some pretty amazing people through social media. Yeah. Like there's this graphic designer that started following me that I started following and we like DM all the time and I'm like low key want to have her on the podcast because she's super amazing like and i met her on instagram that. like i met her well, on the like, internet we now and have that friend kevin we now have a kevin, mutual internet yes. friend who we both have never met yes yes <laughs> Which it's I crazy love. to me also, that shout out to kevin i love that so much shout out kevin literally kevin and chris knows this and so this is just a hilarious like internet story my friend ali and i like followed Kevin and I'm using quotes because we didn't actually follow him. We followed Kevin's tweets through Chris liking and interacting with his <laughs> tweets. And we would literally screenshot Kevin's tweets and send them back and forth to each other. So and, <laughs> and one night I was like, Chris, listen to what Kevin tweeted. And then he was like, you don't follow Kevin. I was like, no, I can't follow him. Like, that's weird. And then I followed him at like three in the morning after a fashion show that we were, we had just worked. And then he followed me back in the same like hour span. And I was like, oh my gosh, now I have a mutual internet friend. Yeah. That it's so crazy. Neither of us have never met him. Mm -hmm. Like the internet is a crazy place. And like seeing you 
and your like social media and the way that you got a an amazing job like not just from twitter but it started there yeah. like that's how you know it all you put it out there and then what do you know like you moved to san diego like three weeks after you got <laughs> the job yeah, because you crazy. tweeted like yeah. it's so insane to me the impact that the internet has mm-hmm. yeah it blows I'm my just mind constantly blown away yeah and like i remember you posting like on instagram back early when stories were just starting mm-hmm. on instagram and you were like i'm gonna be in houston like hit me up and i was like mm-hmm. are people actually gonna do that like yeah. i have like five friends on here <laughs> who i don't know anyone who would respond now i probably do but back then i was like you have people who would just like hit you up on instagram to hang out and you said you were like yeah like so many people and i was blown away by that that's how like now literally i took a road trip with me and my friends that i met through instagram like we took a road trip from dallas to like big sur california and then from big sur all the way up to portland and then to seattle and the whole way there, we would, like, post where we were at, and we would get coffee with people, or we would, like, meet up, and all, like, all through Instagram. That's so crazy to me. I'm still scared of that, but, like, I just think that it's so cool that you can <laughs> connect with someone who, I don't even know where Kevin lives right now. Oh, he lives in Nebraska. Yes. But you can connect with someone who lives in a completely different state or country and, like, be friends well, that you've I mean, never met before. If you think about it, it really makes sense. Like, Twitter, you are talking about your own opinions and you're, you follow people that you, like, appreciate identify with, fi- appreciate yeah. with, whatever. And, like, same thing with Instagram. You're following people who have like-minded interests. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is a good, it's a good place to meet friends. And yeah. I feel yeah. like it, 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 like, makes sense in my head. Yes. Um, so much more than like even Facebook or MySpace or whatever. Right. Like, right. Um, I know MySpace is like dead old, but <laughs> like I feel like these things like Instagram and Twitter are more tailored for mm-hmm. specific interests. And so mm-hmm. um, so it, I think it makes it easier to meet people on there because yeah. because yeah. you're going to have a more like a, a, I feel like a better understanding of, of who they are. But. Right. It's a true social network. Yeah. It's not, well, it is a, they say it's a social media, yeah. but it's really becoming a network. Yeah. It's like a network of people that if I needed someone to do video, like I know you can do video. If I need a graphic designer who's not Allie, I know some cool people on Instagram. Like that's crazy to me. Literally, but then I can also see my cousin's cat photos or whatever. Like <laughs> yeah. you know, like yeah. you can stay connected with your family, but also create and curate your own like database of people mm-hmm. who share your opinions. People all the time. People I follow all the time are like, "Hey, I'm looking for a hair and makeup artist in LA on these days, whatever." Or, "Hey, I need like a video editor here on this day." Like, it's a really really interesting way to connect and to meet people and to make friends and build yeah. business connections and whatever. Yes. It's it's really yes. cool. It's really I cool. love it. Yeah. I love it. It's so crazy and so cool. I love it so much. It's a, 
it's like there are days where it's like, why don't you just delete everything? But then there are days oh, yeah. where you get to talk to someone from a random state who does something super cool. Like this graphic designer, she was telling me today about her company where she draws pet portraits. And I was like, what? That's yes, she's so good. I'll, I'll send you her link because she's amazing. And I'll post her in here too. Her name's Ash. She's super cool. But like blown away. That's right. By something that someone else can do that I could never do. Uh-huh. You know, I'm not a good drawer Mm-mm. or graphic designer, which is why I have friends like you and her I cannot and draw Allie. at all. That's like the one thing that I really wish I could do. <sighs> Me like, too. I just can't. I don't. I'm terrible no. at it. No, I'm really good at tracing. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I was Miss Frizzle for Halloween. Oh, yeah. Wait, this year? I, yeah, this year. <laughs> That's so good. <laughs> it was so good. I'm really salty that I didn't win our agency Halloween costume contest. You know what? Me too. I'm really salty about it. I'll send you a picture because I'm pretty proud, but I like didn't have a bus or like I mean <laughs> a lizard, so I got a bag, like a little canvasy tote bag from Goodwill, and I traced a school bus on it. Love that. It looks amazing, and I use it as like a lunchbox now. I love that. But, um, and I didn't have a lizard, so I got a frog stuffed animal from Goodwill, oh and I like drew and cut out scales and a tail and horn. Like, yeah, went the extra mile. And I'm not a crafty person, but like I wish that I could draw. Yeah, but I'm really good at tracing. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Twitter bio. <laughs> yeah, I'm really good at I'm tracing. Really good at tracing. I went. Yeah. Me and a friend, me and a coworker, went as Cheech and Chong for Halloween. <laughs> I was wondering. I saw you like flip by on y'all's Instagram story, and I was like, "Who is he?" <laughs> I couldn't like see it for long enough to be able I to tell. I shaved my beard for that. <laughs> That's commitment. I had a mustache, man, and I did oh not my. win. But you know who won? Um, hmm. It was honestly, it was really good. It was, um, this guy was a lamp and, um, one of our coworkers was a moth. So it was a moth <laughs> to the Relevant. Lamp. Relevant. Very, very, very relevant meme yeah. culture. Like, yeah, it was yes. really that is, solid. That's very clever. Yeah. I was like, all right, all right. You win, I guess. But I'm the only <laughs> one who altered their appearance. Like, yes, I shaved my beard. I am committed. <laughs> I love that. I love that. But it came back pretty quick. (laughs) That's good. I feel like you grow, your hair grows very fast. You're steady changing your hair. (laughs) It's like shaved one day and long the next day. I'm like, I can't keep track. Or it's it's gold or platinum, not gold. Oh my gosh. It's like getting pretty long. Y'all can't see, but his hair is getting pretty long. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to get it cut again. I just get so bored. Yes. I get so bored with my hair. It's like I just want to I want to change it all the time. But see, like girls can do stuff. They can like they wear makeup or they can like change their hair. They can like <laughs> straighten it, curl it, do this, yeah. do that. They can like put on different earrings. They can blah blah blah. And guys, like I no. just get bored with my look. I'm like, y'all, this I've been looking like this every <laughs> single day for like years. I need to change That's some hilarious. stuff. That's hilarious. Which is why I'm like, I need a haircut. No, I want to grow it out. Now I'm gonna dye it. Now now yes. I'm gonna buzz it. Now I'm gonna do this. It's just like you know. You just gotta keep it fresh. <sighs> I get bored with my hair every. Three years. 
I'm like, okay, it's time to chop it off now. Three years. And then it's, I've had the same hair for a long time. I think for as long as you've known me, it's been like shorter Mm -hmm. length. Mm -hmm. But back, back in the day, back in the day, if I can say that at 25, my hair used to be like down past my shoulders. Whoa. Like very long. Mm Mm-hmm. There are photos out there on the internet. Again, scary place, but yeah. very cool. I just, um, mm-hmm. I just went back and deleted, like, I deleted my Facebook, like, for good. For and good, I, for good? Yeah, and I found out that I had, like, a couple of other old Facebook accounts from whenever I was, like, a teenager. Oh, gosh. It was, it was the <gasps> most frightening thing that I have <laughs> ever seen. <laughs> Like, That's so good. Was, I love that. Oh, it was bad. And like, I was scared because I was like, these photos are still out there of me looking ridiculous. And now they're the only things that you can find whenever you search Chris Cody on Facebook because I've deleted delete my them? real account. But I oh. couldn't figure out the email. No, out the email. you can't get the password. I'm like, I couldn't do the password. It's like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? But <laughs> I don't know how I did it, but I figured out the email that I used. And um, like, I got reset it deleted. Password. I got it deleted. Oh, good. So oh, there good. is no more record of Chris Cody on Facebook, and I am thrilled. Thrilled. Yes. Yeah, that. I've only ever had one Facebook account, and it's like my account that I started as a freshman in college. Sick. 2011. Oh my god. Fun time. Yeah, but now I feel like I need to go in and get a do away with some of the stuff that's on there because i'm like it comes up on my time hop and i'm like why (laughs) why did i say that or what did i what did i what time hop is my worst nightmare (laughs) mine too but i can't lose the streak no me either wait what is what's your streak what number are you on let me see i feel like it hasn't popped up in a couple days and that makes me really sad oh no it's because i got this new phone Oh, yeah. How do you like it? I like it. I get confused sometimes because there's no <laughs> home button. So I'm like trying to push the home button, but there it. isn't one. I love it. I mean, I had the 10, though, so I've been used to it for a year. Okay. And then I got the I... 10s Max. And I just. Do and... you love it? Yeah, I love it. Who uses Foursquare anymore? It just asked me to. So I actually, um, I started using Foursquare when I moved to San Diego because I wanted to keep track of all the new places that I was going. Mm -hmm. So I check in to every single place that I go to so that I can remember so that when other people come here, I can give recommendations or I can like build a whole like city map and all that kind of stuff. So that's a good idea. Yeah. If I was cool and had people who asked me for recommendations, (laughs) I would do that. But I don't, I don't have people who ask me for recommendations, so it's fine. <laughs> um, my time hop is 484. Thank goodness it didn't lose it. Mine is 883. <gasps> no. No way. Yeah. No way. Yeah. Okay, this is a question for the listeners. Do you have time hop, and what is your streak? Because I want to know. Because Chris Cody is doing the most over here with his 882. 883 days in a row. Oh my goodness. That is, that's crazy. That's, how many years is that? 
two. It's point... two years and some change. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Okay. That's the challenge of this episode. Can you beat Chris Cody's time hop streak? Do you I, like, have it connected to everything? Like I Twitter? have it connected to Twitter, Instagram, um, Google Photos. Wow. Um, Throwback to Google Plus when that was like a cool thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's it because I don't yeah. have Facebook anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's I it. I think mine is my camera too, but I'm like my camera roll, but I think... It's this like I can just scroll through those if I want to go down memory lane. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and now Facebook does its own like memories thing, which is less than great, but yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Let's see. What else do you want to talk about, Chris Cody? Um, music. Okay. Music for sure. Music okay. For sure. Well, yeah. Let's talk about music. I love music. <laughs> so when this podcast episode comes out, there will be two exciting things. One is Chris's monthly playlist that he personally curates spends crazy amounts of time on and two crossing my fingers for an enjoy the sass exclusive playlist mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah so talk about because you talked about how basic wanted to know your music taste and like that mm-hmm. you curate for them now. So talk about how you got started with these playlists and like making the graphics and that whole process. Like what, what goes into that? How mm-hmm. did you kind of come up with the idea? All that. So, um, well, for starters, I've just always really been into music, even as like a little mm-hmm. kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've always listened to music like pretty much nonstop. Um, I just like always want the music on in the car or when I'm at home or whatever. Like I just, I've loved music since I was a kid. Um, and just as soon as I like had the opportunity to start compiling like my own music and like buying my own CDs or making mix CDs, like as soon as I had that opportunity, I was obsessed with it. So, um, I made mix CDs all the time growing up and I just, I really, Um, I was always looking at iTunes to see, like, what new releases had come out. Mm -hmm. Um, Like, I wanted to find out what music was coming out. I've just always been obsessed with, like, what's charting and what's what's up and coming. And and so, so yeah, so I started building, like, mix CDs for me and my friends um, through, like, middle school and high school. Mm -hmm. And then... um, you know, and then, you know, you get an iPod and all that kind of stuff. And I just had, I started to, my friend tells me that I hoard music. Like <laughs> back before streaming was around, I had so many gigs of music, like mm-hmm. just ridiculous, ridiculous amounts of music. Um, I would say something like, I don't know, probably something around 200 gigs of wow. music, maybe more. Um Honestly, Could you fit that on the original, the old school iPod? Yeah, Could you I fit mean, that entire not on the old, on there? not on the old school one. They have, they had. I mean, they ended up having one that was like, um, I want to say, I honestly like don't remember. Two something. I think was it two? I feel like it may have been more than that. I feel like it may have been two fifty. Mm-hmm. That sounds standard. I don't know if that's true or not, but I feel like maybe that's humongous. <laughs> I honestly... But that's a that's a lot. I mean, that's a lot of 
I'm, songs I regardless. Need to, I need to Google this. Hold on. He's going to live fact check. <laughs> I, gotta, I don't have a fact checker. iPod gig storage. Maybe I'm crazy. Um, I feel like it was a lot, though. I don't remember an exact number, but I feel like it was a lot. Um, hold on. iPod classic. There you go. And didn't those go out of production, like, yes, recently? Yes, and it makes me so sad, because I want <laughs> one now. I bet. Can you find one on eBay? You can. You can. Um, I feel like Allie had one in her old school car for a while, <laughs> which I love. I, no, nothing? Why can't I find this? There's 160 gig... Um, Okay, I think, yeah, 240 gig. Okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's what that says. Okay. Yeah, so... Um, Do you had around that? So I had, or yeah, more? I, yeah, I had around that or more. I, don't, I honestly don't know. But honestly, if there was... Also, I, like, did a lot of illegal downloading back in the day. <laughs> Lime, LimeWire. LimeWire. And then once I caught wind of what torrents were, like, I was torrenting oh, yes. albums and... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, don't condone that. Um, and honestly, that's like whenever streaming came around, it saved me literally. Yes, You're like, <laughs> like, the FBI's not, I'm not coming. Not thieving for me anymore. anymore. Um, yes, but yeah, I just started like anything that I was even remotely interested in, I would download. I was like, I gotta yeah. have it. I want to hear it. Um, if I liked one song from an album, I needed the entire album. I like yes. needed to hear the whole thing. And so, um, so yeah, I just started to really, really just music I just wanted everything and then um I would just say like I guess whenever I started um with Spotify Spotify came out I got a Spotify account and um there's just like an instant kind of social aspect to it where you Mm want to share what you're listening to and I've always like I've always been like, oh, hey, you got to listen to this song or let me show you yeah. this or let me show you that. Yeah. And so with Spotify, it makes it really easy to just be like, hey, check this out. Like you send them a link and it, there you go, you know? Yeah, And totally. so I was like, this is great. You know, now I can build these playlists and I can send in the people or I can post on Twitter or I can do this or do that. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, luckily, people like what I listen to. So a lot of people would ask me <laughs> like, hey, will you make me will you make me a playlist or like, what are you listening to right now? And so it just sort of became this thing where I like, I was making playlists for people all the time. And, um, so fast forward to when I started making these playlists that we're talking about now, um, I was working at the national breast cancer foundation. It was, I think it was in December of 2017 Mm -hmm. and I had started to think about something that I wanted to do continually um I had this idea for starters to do this thing that I was calling breakfast where it was like um it was like I wanted to give people like one song one video one photo and one something uh, something else that I chose where I like like it was in an email or something like that where I gave you something that would be inspiring like every day or once a week or something like that. Yeah. 
That's fun. So I had that idea, but then I was like, no, that sounds like honestly a lot of work. I don't a know. Lot. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to keep up with that. I don't know. I don't, the logistics behind that are ridiculous. So I was like, I got to think of something else. Um, and I thought, okay, well, I'm, I'm making playlists all the time. Um, I should do, I should make it to where I'm making one a month mm-hmm. and where I'm like starting it off. Um, every single month, like not at the end, but like starting your month off with a new playlist. Yeah. And so, and it was another way for me to explore, um, graphic design as well and design because I was like, oh, I need, I'm not just going to have the album covers on there. Like Spotify puts up or like Apple music puts up. I'm like, I want it to be custom. I want it to, I want to like name the playlist. I want to have a description. I want to have it, the album art look really good. And so it's like, I want this to feel legit. So, um, so yeah, I started out in January making like a huge playlist of all the songs that I like really, really loved in 2017. And then from there, I just, um, I just started to go based on like what I was listening to or what the, what kind of like what the weather was doing and how it was putting me in a particular mood or whatever. Right. Um, and so, so yeah, I just, I really, really got into it and really loved, um, I search for music anyway, all the time. Like I'm always, Mm -hmm. I look at music blogs or I look at other people's playlists or I, um, I just like search around through, like if I find an artist that I like, I look at similar artists and, and go and listen to that. Or like, like I said, I always go through like when the new music comes out every Friday, I go through and I look through all the albums and see what's interesting to me. And I've, I just, I love finding music. And so now being like now doing this and having all these playlists and being able to have a place for it has been really, really cool. And people seem to really like it, which is even better. Like they seem to be really into it and people have told me that they look forward to the playlist, which just like makes me feel so good. I do. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so um, and again, it was weird because it's like I'm doing I'm doing this just on my own. um, And then come to find out it was like sort of preparing me for what I'm doing at my job now. Um, so it's, it, it's kind of cool how it all worked out. Um, and I was able to sort of like reference what I had been doing over the last few months in order to get my job at basic. So, right. So yeah, that's kind of how it worked out. So cool. I know that I look forward to your podcast or your playlist. This is a podcast <laughs> and I definitely need to check out, um, the basic podcast. I've been meaning to, cause I see it. It's good. It's really good. Um, yeah, so I'm going to check it out, and I'm going to link it for everyone cool. um, to go listen to as well. Um, but I know that, like, just like you said, the weather or, like, what it's doing outside mm-hmm. or the seasons affects my mood and what I want to listen to, mm-hmm. too. So it's cool, like, I know every month when you send me a, your playlist, for some reason for me, music... I always am like picturing things to it and Mm -hmm. I'll text you. I'm like, this playlist like makes me want to write a movie that is this Mm -hmm. or like I literally can see this happening Mm -hmm. in my head 
while I'm listening to this play. Like, and I think that that's so cool. Like, everyone, music is so visceral and, like, such an experience that's different for everyone. And so your playlist, like, we share a lot of the same feelings when it comes to what you're putting out there as far as your playlists go. And so it's cool to, like, be like, oh, my gosh, I literally felt like X, Y, Z while I was listening to this. And you're like, yes, that's literally what I was feeling too. And yeah. so it's cool to uh, have like another way to share feelings and emotions and express, like, I think it's such a cool way for you to express yourself in yeah. like an, another yeah. thing. <laughs> it's really- Photography, video, music, like that's another part of your personality. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> No, it's fun. Welcome to live recording. Um, yeah, right. Um, but I love that. Like, I think that's so cool and something that everyone has to find that for themselves, yeah, right? Like, for sure. For me, this podcast is starting to become that. And like for you, you're doing that with your playlist. And now you get to do that for work, too, which I think Pretty is fun. so cool. Yeah. And like, I just really like... Um, I like putting effort into it and yeah. not, not just like throwing songs on a list. Like I really, I listen to the whole playlist and I figure out like what songs transition well into each other. Or like sometimes I'll purposefully put a song that is like an abrupt shift. Mm-hmm. Um, just mm-hmm. like, because in my head it's like telling a story in some way or like, just like you said, how you're listening to it and it paints this picture. Um, like a dream of mine has always been to like, um, I don't know what they call it, but like for movies, like pick the songs that go in the movies mm-hmm. and like build mm-hmm. that soundtrack. And so yeah. I kind of feel like Music I'm just, direct. I feel like I'm always, I, I always like am doing that kind of in a way with my playlists. And so I love that. So I really Let's love. Let's make a movie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when you I have heard the time it here for first. that, but absolutely. <laughs> I don't know when I have the time for that either, but, that but so you heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> we know people. Faith production. <laughs> yes. It's, it's happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I love that. I think that it's so cool that what you said about putting in effort like that's exactly how I feel about this podcast like it's something for me even if nobody listens to it which people are listening to it and I'm very grateful for that but like even if no one listens to it and this is just something that I have for myself I know that I have worked hard and I've put in effort and that makes me feel good yeah you know and like I know that people you have a wider reach than I do and people listen to your playlist and I listen to your playlist and it feels good even just to have, you know, one person. Yeah. Yeah. It does. (laughs) Like, which is why I think that it's so important, especially for creative people or anyone who's doing something that they truly care about or have a passion for to like, to recognize that. Yeah, for sure. I know that for me, when my mom texted me that she had listened to the first episode of my podcast and she loved it, that was the best feeling in the entire world. Yeah, <laughs> like, people support you, know, you. That's good. Yeah, to have support. And so, like, our friends on social media, I was telling Ash today, like, it's so crazy stupid how talented you are. Mm. And, like, you, all the time, I'm like, dude... Like, how is one person so talented? It blows me away. Oh, thank you. you. That's sweet. And so I think that it's 
important as we put ourselves out there that we I don't know maybe support each other yeah for sure support others like and I think that that's what's so cool about what you're getting to do for basic and like curating music and curating these podcasts and like for me doing this um this podcast and you with the playlist and all that stuff like we get to not only do things that we love but we also get to put it out there and support other people doing what they love for too. sure i love that yeah i think that's so cool so there's something that um that i really like that i'm actually like i kind of learned from billy eilish uh-huh. um which singer if you, if you don't know yes so billy eilish is this freakishly talented 16 year old um for those of you that don't know and blows she, my mind she put out like a little it's kind of like a mini album uh about a year ago i want to say mm-hmm. um when she was 15 and she's been singing i think for a while she released a single before that or a couple of singles but anyway this album that she released was just really really good i was blown away by it and i spent most of last year listening to it and a lot of this year listening to it and um and then this year she's released a few really really good singles and just like actually one of my favorite songs of the year it's called when the party's over um if you haven't heard that song you should absolutely listen to it it's incredible Mm -hmm. um but anyway that's i like went on a tangent here but anyway i I'm just I'm really interested in Billie Eilish because I feel like she um, she's she's just really unique to me and so I've seen a few of her interviews and things like that and her talking about just not limiting herself yeah. so she she talks about just like wanting to do everything she's like I want to design clothes I want to I, I don't want to be limited to like any one genre I mm. want to make some days I want to make sad music some days I want to make music I can dance to some days I want to have a beat some days I want to use a guitar some days I want to have a piano whatever I love like that. I don't want to I don't want to be like weighed down to one genre and I want to I want to dance and I want to do this and I want to do that and yeah and I think that that's one thing that's really special about this generation coming up is that they like because of because of the internet and because of the way like millennials are working now, like millennials already have to be so multifaceted right. um, in the job world where like back in the day where you would you would do one thing and do it really well. Now you really have to be well-rounded. Right. Um, and so, and it's even more so for the younger generation. And so I feel like it's just, it's just making their whole scope so much wider. And so they're just like interested in everything. And I don't really know where I was going with this, except for the fact that, except for saying that, like, I really admire that in her and it kind of like inspired me to, to not feel limited to one certain thing and yeah. to, and to explore other things, you know? And, yeah, um, definitely. I think that's really good to like not get tied down to one specific uh, creative output and Absolutely. to explore other things and to, and, and to like be cool with trying it and maybe it doesn't work and maybe it fails or whatever, but to just like give it a go. Yeah. Um, and I think, I think that's really a, like a good lesson, honestly, I love that, that I've learned. Yeah. Yeah, she's she's pretty great. Yeah. It's she's cr- kind of wild. Like I don't agree with all the things. <laughs> um she's yeah, but she's uh she's super talented just for anyone who may look her up later. Um yeah. yeah. I love that idea that 
like you can't box yourself in. Yeah. I'm learning that more and more. Yeah. Every day. Every day. There are so many things to do and explore and to figure out and like Heck yeah. Why why just be one thing when you can It makes do just a lot like of things. it makes the human experience like just so much better too. Yes. You know, it's like, Mm -hmm. that's another thing that I've really learned this year is like, um, just been dealing with emotions or whatever, instead of like shying away from those things, like allowing yourself to feel it and find out like what, what it can teach you in that moment or whatever. I don't know if I'm like sounding too ridiculous here, but no, I don't think so. Um, but yeah, I like it just like learning some new things this year. It's good stuff. Yes. I love it. I love learning new things. Well, I know that, well, it's not really late, super late where I mean, you are, but like, it's getting there yeah. for me. Um, <laughs> Chris is in California, obviously, for those of you who didn't catch that earlier, and I'm still here in Texas, so we're on a a time delay. Chris said, how about 7.30? And I was like, California time? He said, yeah. I was like, okay, so 9.30? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, sure, we'll do it. It's fine. Uh, this isn't really late, but Dang, I'm just... I forget it's, it's it was <laughs> 9.30 when we started. When we started. Uh-oh. It's fine. We're doing good. We're doing good. I love this. Um, so to end the episode, like I said, we'll have a November playlist link, and then we'll also have the exclusive Enjoy the Sass playlist as well on yes. all the platforms, Apple Music and Spotify. Um, Whatever your preference, he does them all. Um, But to close out this episode, I always like to ask a few questions. So what are you reading or listening to if you prefer the audio Mm -hmm. form? And then what are you listening to as far as, I know, you're going to have to narrow down some like artists that you're listening to. (laughs) And if you're listening to podcasts or something of that sort, what are you listening to? Okay. And then also, final question, what's something aside from music and work that you're doing that is just like you're super jazzed and having a lot of fun with? Great. Okay. I love these questions. Okay. So reading, um, well, I will be very honest. I'm not reading a thing. (laughs) (laughs) That's okay. Yeah. Honestly, me neither. Oh man! Except I, for the Bible. I well, yeah, but I always get on myself about like feeling like I need to read more. Same. Um, and I just never do. So, <laughs> um, so moving right along, uh, what am I? I'll, I'll hit on podcasts. Um, yes. One of I feel like the best podcasts out there is called Dissect. You've told me about this one um, Dissect is incredible. Right now, he's doing um, he's doing a, like a little mini season on Lauren Hill's album. Mm. Um, but in the past, he so the, the idea of this podcast is that he takes an album and breaks it down um, one track per episode. Wow. And he goes through lyrically, it breaks down lyrics and... Um, uh, goes down with like beats and what samples were used and like why they were used and how it all ties into culture and like the history of that artist. And wow, it's, it is really, really incredible. Um, and goes really deep into the meaning behind each song. And, uh, it is 
truly like an incredible podcast, especially for music lovers. Um, it's geared more towards like R and B and hip hop. Um, mm-hmm. The first season was Kendrick Lamar's "To Pimp a Butterfly." Um, the second season was Kanye West's "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy." The third season uh, was done on Frank Ocean, so he did. Um, he did. Uh, what did he do? He did Nostalgia Ultra, Channel Orange, and Blonde. So he kind of wow. he did all of it, which was pretty cool. He just got picked up by Spotify, so he has like a okay. lot more funding now. So. And then now he's doing um, that the Lauren Hill album, which is great. So, um, really highly recommend that podcast, especially for music lovers. Check it out. But even if you don't like hip hop, or even if you don't like those albums, um, I would still recommend it. It's very interesting and will definitely open up your eyes to a yeah, lot of things that. that you didn't know about that kind of music. So it's great. Love that. Yeah. Um, what's the other thing? Oh, what am I listening to right now? Yes, aside from, you know, your usual curated music. Like, what's one artist that you're oh, just... Oh, gosh. One artist. Okay. One artist. One artist. I'll, gi- I'll give you two. I'll give you two. You're allowed. Okay. Um, okay. All right. For one, Lennon Stella. Yes. Um, yes. She is um, kind of killing it for me. Killing it. Yeah. She released, yeah. she's released, I want to say, I think four songs, three or four songs. Uh-huh. Um, yes. One, two, three, four, four songs. Mm-hmm. Um, and some terrible song with Liam Payne from One Direction. But we <laughs> I don't, didn't like that we one We don't either. count that one. It's fine. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she has been releasing these these singles this year and they have all been very very good i've just been really impressed with her and um she just released a song i want to say this last friday and then she i just found out that she's releasing an ep this friday so i'm really excited about that she's great check her out um she's really really good oh gosh and then one more hmm I'm looking through my Apple Music <laughs> right now. I like, don't know. Um, I mean, I could just say so many. Um, you know what? I think. Oh, I got mine. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ros- Rosalia. Yes. Um, Rosalia yes. is truly a genius. Where is she from? She's from Spain. Okay. So I was wondering. She, if I think the best way to get introduced to Rosalia's music is to check out her music videos first. Okay. Um, she has a song called Malamente, which mm-hmm. um, is unbelievable, but like seriously watch that video. Um, she has another song. I have no idea how to say it. I don't know what it's called, but uh, you can find all of her stuff on YouTube. Just like look her up. And then once you watch her videos, then dive into her music. Um, her music mm-hmm. is, um, it's based in like flamenco, um, but okay. it's like a, um, just like a contemporary uh, take on flamenco music. Yeah. Um, and it is incredible. It's, it's very different than really anything out there right now. Um, yeah. some of it's more accessible, uh, to just like the average listener, um, than others on the album, but mm-hmm. 
It's incredible. I highly recommend listening to it. Even if like, even if you get through it and you're like, I don't really get it. Honestly, give it a few listens. Like it really, really is an incredible album. And, um, and I, one of her songs from her latest album that just came out, um, either this week or last week, I can't remember. Um, I have it linked in the playlist that I made for November. So it's there. It's a good one. She does an interpolation uh, from Justin Timberlake's Crimea River in that song. Mm, so, nice. um, so like, check it out. It's great. De- Definitely. Yeah. Awesome. Woohoo. Um, and what about what's happening that you're having a good time with? Okay. Um, I would say that I'm just having a really good time exploring um, San Diego and exploring California. One thing that I really, really wanted to do while I was here was take advantage of being in California and um, everything is really close here. You know, like L.A. is two hours yeah. away. I yeah. can take like a super cheap flight to Northern California if I wanted to. Um, so I really like wanted to take advantage of that. And I feel like I really have. I've really, really enjoyed getting to know San Diego and like even being in L.A. this weekend. I miss San Diego, which is the it's the first time that I've been away from San Diego since I moved yeah. here. And so uh-huh. I was like, oh, I miss home. Like that was it was yeah. it was really nice. It was really nice. Yeah, that's a cool feeling. Yeah. But um but yeah, I I would say I'm super jazzed about exploring my city and um just making friends here and um and like really really taking advantage of that. It's been really great. Okay, Chris. I think we've had a great discussion so far, and I'm so thankful for you for coming on the podcast. Ah, thank you. It's been great. If anything, we finally got to catch up after all of these months of you being away. I mean, I feel like we text a lot. But <laughs> we text a lot, yeah. but like we haven't seen each other face-to-face. Yeah, it's been a while. And yeah, it's just been great to hear about everything that's happening in your life, and I'm very proud of you. Thank you. And I can't wait to see what comes up next. Definitely going to check out all the things and post all the things for everyone to listen to your podcast at Basic and your playlists. And do you have a website that's live right now? No, no. I um, I decided that I wanted to redesign it, and I felt like the only way that I would ever do it is to just get rid of it. So I deleted it. Take it down? Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, well, um, we won't post that then. Nah. Um, uh, but get... I'll share your playlists. They'll be all linked in here mm-hmm. um, for everyone to listen to. And you can and check me out on social media. I'm around. Check him out on social media. He's Sometimes. around at Chris Cody with three Ys. Yeah. Yeah, that's him. So, anyways, we're going to close this out. Thanks, Chris, so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. Of course. (laughs) All right, guys, we will talk to you later. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this episode with Chris. Bye. Bye.